Hello and welcome back to Crime Spiracy, the podcast where we talk about all the craziest shit that has gone on <laughs> in history, pretty much, uh, from conspiracies to crime. Crime Spiracy's got it all. <laughs> I'm your yeah. host, Quentin, and Shalane. How is everyone on this fine Monday afternoon? We'll give you a little bit of time to respond. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a little little time. Um, well, we have a whole lot to talk about. By a whole lot, I mean not uh, a whole lot. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bit. We have a bit. It'll be a little bit shorter, though. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go. F- Do you have any talking topics, actually? Um, no. Okay, well, <laughs> um, I have. I guess this can be a m- big talking topic. And then... Um, you guys at home, you can comment under this episode what you think about it, which you can only do on our website, crimespiracy.com. Or our Instagram, or, or our Twitter, or our Facebook. E- they can do that, yes. But it's always easier on our on our website, crimespiracy.com. Yes, crimespiracy.com. Yes. Soon, we're going to be releasing articles, actually, so that's fun. Whoa! By soon, I mean whatever I'm about to read is going to become one of our articles. Wow. So if you want to, you can actually comment it down there. Anyway, I've talked enough. (laughs) (laughs) I've talked enough. (laughs) Um, So if you guys haven't heard, there's been a major hack um, on the U.S. by suspected Russians. Kind of crazy. Recently, it was revealed that suspected Russian hackers uh, have had access to several of the biggest U.S. government agencies since as early as March. Oh, my God. That's my birthday. Oh my god. Oh my god, wait, talking topic. (laughs) (laughs) You better not ask me. Ask you what? Okay, what are you going to say? I was just going to talk about the fact that the next season of My Hero Academia comes out in March. (laughs) The day after my birthday, I'm so excited. That's fun. Um, uh, The government agencies that were breached include the U.S. Defense Department, the Commerce Department, the Treasury Department, the State Department, Homeland Security... And even the part of the energy department that oversees America's nuclear arsenal. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Reuters has also... Reuters... I don't know how to freaking... I, I like these people, but I, ne- I never knew how to say their like name. Reuters has also reported that these hackers were able to reach Microsoft, which means that their software could be dangerous to anyone who uses <gasps> it. Yeah. Good thing All we you... have Apple computers. But we play Minecraft play minecraft well oh i also have an xbox <laughs> yeah so there's that well shit. all of our information is gone already yeah i i my xbox is broken starts smoking our debit cards credit cards everything i don't think that it would go our that birthdays far. they know what our birthdays are now oh when my god it's more than you know about me <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ yeah. um <laughs> um now how in the world was this even possible that is a question the internet SolarWinds is a company that develops software for network management. Of the many different customers they have, the U.S. government is one of them. The hackers were able to breach this software giant and add malware to an update for for the company's Orion software, which is basically just an IT management sort of platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, once SolarWinds signed off on the update, which basically means they said it was all good for everyone to download because they're stupid and they didn't check it or something, um, the customers did what customers do, and they updated to the new and improved version of the software, which in turn injected lines of unwanted code directly into the center of government agencies across the nation. Um, the hackers were able to go undetected for so long 
which leads officials to assume highly intelligent and experienced hackers were behind this. Again, it is unknown who is behind these hacks. However, Russia's intelligence agency is the main suspect right now. One of the worst parts of this whole debacle is how uncertain everything is. As of now, nobody is certain how far these hackers were able to get. Were they only able to see unclassified documents or were they able to see like everything? What were they even looking for and what was their intent? Officials say that it could take years before these hackers are finally able are finally out of our systems. This is another conspiracy that has been proven true and you may have heard of it. It's pretty popular right now because uh it is. Um it's called the Tuskegee Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Um basically um it was a clinical study conducted between the years 1932 and 1972 by the U.S. Public Health Service. The purpose of the study was to observe the natural progression of untreated syphilis in rural African-American men in Alabama under the guise of receiving free health care from the United States government. The Public Health Service started working on this study in 1932 in collaboration with the Tuskegee University, a historically black college in Alabama. Investigators enrolled in the study a total of 622 impoverished African-American sharecroppers from Macon County, Alabama. Of these men, 431 had previously contracted syphilis before the study began and a hunt before the study began. And 169 did not have the disease. Um, the men were given free medical care, meals, and free burial insurance. Oh my God! For participating in the study, the men were told that this that the study was only going to go on for six months, but it actually lasted 40 years. After funding for treatment was lost, the study was continued without informing the men that they would never be treated. None of the men infected were ever told that they had the disease, and none were treated with penicillin, even after the antibiotic was proven to successful to treat syphilis. According to Centers for Disease Control, the men were told that they were being treated for bad blood, a colloquialism that described various conditions such as syphilis, anemia, and fatigue, bad blood specifically, the collection of illnesses the term included was a leading cause of death within Southern African-American community. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it is. It's pretty crazy. Like how, I mean, it, it's crazy, especially because um, I talked about two last week that were kind of like this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there was like the, the one about AIDS and uh, the children. And then there was, I'm sure there was another one, but um it's crazy because like they were just they were just treating these people like little guinea pigs and they had no idea and it's crazy to me because like it could so easily be going on now and we just right under our noses and we will never know yeah it's pretty crazy i don't really understand how, like, crazy. how do people get away with stuff like this you know I, I don't i don't know i think eventually that the when these documents become unclassified then they obviously get questioned in Congress, and which is crazy to me. Because, Just questioned? Yeah, questioned. I don't know. I feel like a lot of these decisions c- should be made um, a little higher up than where they're made. Yes, maybe. <laughs> because obviously these people um, have too much power if they can do this to 
how many people was it? Six hundred and twenty-two. Like that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what do you have for this week? Um. This week, I don't. I don't have a real long one. It's gonna be pretty short, short and sweet. <laughs> I say that as I'm about to talk about the acid bath murderer. <laughs> Good God, that sounds brutal. Um. Yeah. Although I'm. I'm honestly not gonna put a warning on this one because it 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 doesn't get too bad, and I mean I'm assuming people who listen to like my part of the episode anyways have like you know a little inkling for this sort of stuff, yeah, and I personally feel as though it doesn't quite need a warning, but because I kind of. It's not a very big murder thing, so it's all kind of pretty vague. There mm-hmm. are a couple little spots where it has, like, um, descriptions of, like, crime scenes and stuff, but I I will say when that's about to come up for those of you who are not a big fan of that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, we got George... No. John George High. Uh, he was born in Stamford, Lincolnshire in the United Kingdom in 1909. Um, when he was a little kid, he claimed that he had a lot of, like, religious recurring nightmares that started in his childhood, which, you know, first off, it's like, oh, okay, because, like, his parents, they were highly religious, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And if you just give me one second here, he did actually... He... He, oh my god, I cannot speak. He quoted, like I found a quote from him that's basically saying what the dreams were. And it's, um, it's kind of disturbing. Okay, here it is. So, and I quote, I saw before me a forest of crucifixes which gradually turned into trees. At first, there appeared to be dew or rain dripping from the branches, but as I approached, I realized it was blood. The whole forest began to writhe in trees, dark and erect, to ooze blood. A man went from each tree, catching blood, and when the cup was full, he approached me. Drink, he said, but I was unable to move. That sounds scary. And he was just having these dreams as a child. You know, regular, regular little kid stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, that reminds me of the dream I had as a little kid when I watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles murder my family. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. You know, I was a normal little kid, too. Yeah, yeah, totally normal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he also liked classical music, and he taught himself piano. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then he won scholarships. He won a scholarship to Queen Elizabeth Grammar School and another to Wakefield, where he became a choir boy. He was a little choir boy. <laughs> and then after he, you know, graduated and all that stuff, he got a job in advertisements, but he was dismissed real quick after because they suspected him of stealing. Yikes. So then he married his wife, Beatrice Harner, and he was 25, she was 23. Although their marriage fell apart like that so quick. In the same year that they were married, he was put in jail for fraud, 
and while he was in jail, Beatrice gave birth to their daughter, immediately put her up for adoption, and divorced him. Yikes. While he was in jail. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Um, so he then moved to London in 1936, which was two years later, and he maintained arcade machines. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, he then pretended to be a solicitor, sold fraud stock shares, um, but he was discovered when he misspelled Guildford on one of his papers, and the guy that he gave it to was like, that's kind of sus because, you know, solicitors are supposed to be pretty educated. Yeah. And he was not. Mm. He was just a little choir boy. (laughs) So he was then given a four-year sentence and he was released just after the start of World War II. He was repeatedly arrested for the same sort of doings, and then he realized his mistake. He left people alive to report the crimes. Hmm. Which, you know, you could just, like, not commit the crimes, but, like, that's cool, too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so he then became infatuated with this other guy, George Alexander Serrett, who was a murderer who disposed of his victims in sulfuric acid. So while John was in prison, he somehow got his hands on some of the sulfuric acid, and he started testing it on mice that he found in the prison. Hmm. Um. Sounds a little sketch. Yeah, just a little bit. A little sus. Yeah, so his method took 30 minutes to completely dissolve them. The mice? Yeah. Hmm. Which, I mean, I'm not even sure if it's the mice because it doesn't say. Oh. I mean, who knows? He could have just taken, like, a shit ton of mice and tied them together into the shape of a human body and shoved them in there. (laughs) I'm not too sure that he'd have that much. I don't think he'd have that many mice either. Or sulfuric acid, you know? Yeah. I might get a little suspicious if he had that much. Just a touch. Just a touch. Yeah, he just had, like, a little cup on his nightstand. So he was released in 1943, and he became an accountant. So like, okay, normal so far. And then he ran into his former employee at a pub. Hmm. He introduced John to his parents, and then a few days later, he went missing. Now, John's the murderer guy. Okay. I don't know the other guy's name. So, there we go. Normal, now this. Yeah. John, we thought you could do better. Started off as an accountant, but it's fine. I don't know, man. Accountants are pretty freaking suspect. Yeah. (laughs) The TikTok audio. I have a full-time job as an accountant. (laughs) Yeah, that song. What do you do? I'm an accountant. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody asks you what you do when you you are an accountant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Actually. So, John, after he was, you know, arrested and everything, he admitted to luring him into his basement knocking him unconscious, and then putting his body into a 40-gallon drum of sulfuric acid. Damn. Yeah. Where did he get all this freaking acid from? Sam's Club? Probably. Shit. Costco? Costco. God. Bet you they keep it in the back. You just slip them a 20. Where do you even buy sulfuric acid from? I don't know. I could probably look it up. I mean, you could probably buy it online now, but like... Sulfuric acid. I would assume maybe like a hardware store or military surplus store or <laughs> ace hardware right there dunda energy ace hardware 
No, that's different. Well, I guess it, pro- it probably that has. That is a big thing. I love. Of, well, from where? Due to energy? Due to energy. I don't know what the fuck that is. I love that expensive, the Ace though. Hardware one just says liquid fire on it. And well, it's for it's for liquid drain. <laughs> it's a liquid drain opener. I think that's what it is. He could probably have just bought the stuff and mixed it himself. Maybe. He probably, you know what? What is what's the chemical formula? Sulfur, oxygen, hydrogen. No. Yeah, well, what is this mother guy? Is he a, a, a chemist? I don't think I that don't those things know. are very easy to combine, right? Um, Sulfuric acid is a colorless, oily liquid soluble in water. With the release of heat, it is corrosive to metals and tissue. It will char wood <laughs> and most other organic matter on contact, but it is unlikely to cause a fire. Oh, that's nice. At least it won't Yeah, so burn. it won't combust on him. <laughs> God. Um, which is probably good because once... Okay, so this is kind of nasty just because of the descriptive word, but this is the word that I found and I wanted to use it again. So it says, once his body was turned into sludge, he poured it into the sewers. Damn. That's just... Imagine getting your body poured into a sewer. Imagine being sludge. I feel like the worst part would be in the sewer. You're just some sludge floating around with some people's shit. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. So, John then went back to this guy's family, and he was like, Oh, your son went to Scotland to avoid being called in for the military service. Oh. And then John took over their household. What? Yes. How was he able just to take over their house? He took over the son's position and he like started collecting their rent. What? Yeah. Collecting their rent. Yeah, I don't I don't know how. I don't know <laughs> what. It just said that he collected their rent. <laughs> See, like they're, he's their landlord. Yeah. So then like the war was coming to an end, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, Where's our kid? Like, the war's almost over. Why isn't he coming back? And then John was like, Oh come on. He's, he's down in my basement. He wants to have a surprise party get-together with you guys. Oh, my God. And then he... <sighs> and then he offed him? Um, so, yeah. He killed him. You know, put him in the bucket of acid. Stole their money. Sold all of their, like, household items. And he got about 8,000 euros. And then Oh, this was... is in Europe? Yeah. Okay. Dude, did you not get that in the first sentence when nope. I said that he was born in Stamford, Lincolnshire in the United Kingdom? You mentioned it one time. In the first sentence. It was I the don't want to hear I that. Said. God, I'm sorry that I didn't hear it. God. Oh my God. She's been so freaking testy lately. You want to say that again? You've been so testy lately. <laughs> <laughs> Notice the fear in his voice when he says that. <laughs> yeah, because you're giving me that sketchy-ass face, bro. Don't look at me. Stop. Don't think that I won't become one of these people I'm writing about. Oh, my God. You can't say that. <laughs> for, for legal reasons, that is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, John moved away. And he he was actually quite the gambler, believe it or not. Oh. Uh-huh. So when he was running low on money, he would just, like, find a couple, 
kill them, dispose of their bodies, and then rob them of all their belongings, sell all of it. Hmm. Yeah. So his next victims were Dr. Henderson and his wife, Rose. He lured them, shot them, disposed of their bodies, and sold all of their possessions except for their car and their dog, which he kept. I mean, who wouldn't want a dog? Yeah, who who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Who would not? Who wouldn't? Would not. Wouldn't. Not would. Oh my god. (laughs) Next up was Olive Deacon, a a wealthy widow. He shot her with the gun that he stole from the Hendersons and then stripped her of all of her valuables. Now, she was reported as missing um, within a couple days because her friend, you know, that they regularly hung out and she got worried, so. So then detectives found John's record and they were like, you've been to prison a lot. What's up with that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they searched his workshop to find a dry clean receipt of the fur coat that she was wearing when he killed her. Mm. And so then, you know, after that, they, you know, did a little digging around. But a little side note here. The workshop that he owned didn't have a floor drain like his basement. So he would dispose of the human sludge by dumping it in a pile behind the property. A pile? A pile of human sludge. Gross. Yeah. So here's here's the warning for this crime scene description. Alright, so. When the area was searched, they found 28 pounds of human body fat, part of a foot, gallstones and part of a denture which was identified as olives by her dentist during the trial jesus christ so it's like literally a pile of sludge with like chunks of human in it that's messed up man that's so disgusting to think about yeah damn yeah this guy's fucked up (laughs) yeah major so after, you know, he was arrested, obviously. Obviously. Um, he started asking questions about this menstrual institution, and he was like, well, if I plead insanity, like, what are the chances of me being let out? Uh. Um, no. Thank you. So, he then admitted to nine murders, but three of them could not be confirmed, and we talked about the other six. Huh. Yeah. So, John was then charged with murder, but he pleaded insanity, saying that he drank the blood of his victims, and that he had dreams as a little boy filled with blood. Insert that, you know, previous dream dream description. description. Jinx! Oh my god. (laughs) Child. Yeah. So, it later became apparent that John, he used acid... Because he believed that if there was no body, that he couldn't be convicted for the murders. Oh, maybe he just thought that they would never find them. Yeah, well, he was a choir boy, so. Yeah. I mean, no offense to, like, people in choir, but. (laughs) 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 
So when he was in court, it took them like mere minutes for him to be found as guilty and he was sentenced to death. Oh. And then he was hanged on August 10th of um, 1949. He was hung, right? Hanged. 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 Hung. Hanged. He was hung. Hanged. Is that is it really or are you just trying to argue with me? Hanged. Are you sure? I swear to God, it's hung. He was hung. He was hung. Hanged versus hung. Grammar.com. Hanged com. for murder. That's... Hanged versus hung. Grammar.com. Huh. We're about to find out. He hung on the rope. He was hanged for murder. Hanged. That's hung. so... Why is it that way? He was hanged for murder. I know. Yeah. Another meaning of hanged is to kill someone by tying a rope attached from above around their neck and removing the support from beneath of them, often used as a form of capital punishment. He was hanged for murder. I wonder why it's like that. It's so odd. Well, Dude, imagine being you know. intelligent. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, um, I'm sorry that this episode's uh, so so short this week. But, yeah. Um, there will be a special Christmas episode uh, next Monday. So that's cool. By special Christmas episode, I mean we're just going to say Happy Christmas, and that'll be it. <laughs> happy Christmas? Happy Christmas. Don't happy, look at me like that, dude. Happy holidays or Merry Christmas? Pick one. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. <laughs> happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess for you guys, Christmas is sooner. But we'll do a Christmas special next Monday. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been Crime Spiracy. Check out our socials linked in the description. Um, or you can go to our website. Find all of them there. Crimespiracy.com. We already plugged our website like five times. I know. But it needs to be used. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, thank you all for uh, listening. And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.